All right, everybody. Welcome back to the No Apologies podcast. My name is Morgan. I'm Mara. I'm Brooka. I'm Bruno. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody talks we about Bruno. Talk about Bruno. We don't Whatever, talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. I'm Angie. I'm Sophia. <laughs> All right, guys, today we are talking about, yeah, so we're going to talk about our relationship with clothes and a little bit on body image, even though we will do a separate podcast for body Mm -hmm. image, and where we find our inspiration and how we go about dressing ourselves every day. (laughs) (laughs) So, that is so funny. Because y'all don't know me. (laughs) It's, It's true, though. All right. Yeah. So, how do you guys feel about where you're at with your, um, you know, fashion journeys, how you go about... Picking clothes. Yeah, picking out your clothes and all that. Let's see. Um, Well, my fashion journey is kind of interesting. We're trying to keep this lighthearted, so in the... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you've got of keeping it lighthearted. I, I don't have boobs, so right. Um, yeah, I, and why don't you have boobs? I don't have boobs because I was diagnosed with breast cancer um, four years ago, mm-hmm. and I chose something that we will definitely have a podcast on um, called "Going Flat." And what going flat is is instead of going through the trauma of breast cancer and then doing reconstruction where they basically artificially give you breasts. Um, and that's and, not and the same as breast augmentation. It's totally different. Right. And, 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 you know, it's not a hundred percent artificial. I want to make sure I speak correctly to it for breast cancer survivors. Like it's not a percent, hundred percent artificial because they do save some of your skin and sometimes they can do even like nipple sparing, um, surgeries where it's some of your nipple, but what I'm saying is that I chose to go 100% flat. Um, and so that what that means is that instead of having boobs, I literally just have a flat chest. And where my breast should be, there is just a thin line um, because I had an amazing breast surgeon. And there's just a thin line that is where they basically removed the breast and then closed um, the skin, the skin up. And that's, and just for reference, it goes from one armpit all the way across her chest in one line to the other armpit. Correct. So it's not two scars. It's one big, long, it's one one big, long scar. And so, um, so, you know, fashion to me is, so you've really had to change, change a lot of your perspective of fashion in the past four years. Correct. Correct. And I I do want to just say, because this is such a sensitive topic, that if you have breast cancer and you have not chosen to go flat, I never want to sound like someone that brings any shame or judgment to that. Mm -hmm. Right. That is is 100%. This was just Angie's personal choice was that I, for Angie, did not need breasts anymore to be a part of my life if they were going to be any representation of stress. Because I had already endured enough stress. And so anything that represented stress in my life that could be taken away, boy, bye. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, anyways, so it's just a very personal decision. I don't want to ever shame or judge anyone that had made a different decision in that fight against breast cancer. Because I honor every sister out there that has faced it. Um, so my personal decision or my, yes. So like Morgan said, I had to think of fashion very different. 
Um, I think that I have had to really embrace um, confidence and confidence has to be more what I build fashion on as opposed to the physical skin and bones that I live in. Um, so I have to think of it that way because I'm not going to ever look like a typical, uh, you know, I'm never going to have the hourglass figure. Um, I kind of still do in a weird way. I was going to say, I'm, girl, you've got a waist, you got shoulders, and you've got do. hips. I, I do. I don't know your, what you're talking your, about. Your um, shoulders are the same width as your hips, and your waist is smaller. Right. So, so you are an you hourglass. Are an right. hourglass. Right. I am yeah. an hourglass. But I think in our culture, when it comes to fashion, um, once you uh, lose your breasts and go through a mastectomy, it's like that weird thing where when you buy a certain car, everybody has that car on the road. When you lose your breasts, you realize how much breasts are talked about. Or even not talked and, about, but are still in the picture. Especially in the circles of women and and men both. Yes. Um, people, and you just don't belong in that circle anymore. Have so have people talked about it with you? Uh, like, what do you mean? The closest people to me. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like... In social settings or at like a party or at the Grammys or at, yeah, exactly. Like it is just talked about a lot and you realize that once you don't have breasts, like it's just really, um, it's just talk, uh, bras. Everybody's I mean, you, like you would not about... believe how much women talk about bras until you don't need one. Right. Buying and then it's bras, also... taking bras right. off. Oh my yeah. gosh, but then my it's bras like, and you know. Also, you, you don't realize exactly how much clothing is made for boobs to yes. fit boobs in them. Exactly. So that's a good point. Um, Princess so seems. I exactly. And so, you know, who's my inspiration in fashion? Um, my inspiration in fashion is the person I like freaking love is JLo. Oh yeah. Um, she just is so badass and she really does her own thing and she kind of doesn't like I don't know. And I think that I, I, I relate to, I love someone like JLo because JLo, um, I don't think JLo looks amazing because of her body. I think JLo looks amazing because JLo knows she's amazing. There you mm. go. That's why JLo looks amazing. Mm -hmm. She, JLo could have her body and not draw the attention she does. That girl knows she's amazing. Yeah. And because she knows she's amazing, that's what makes her so damn beautiful. We in church now, you know, Bring it. so that's what I've had to do. So I, when it mm -hmm. comes to fashion, um, I could tell you some practical things, you know, if you're flat and you don't have breasts, um, structure is or really you're flat, good. You're just flat. Or you're just very flat chested. You're yeah. very small chested. You're very flat chested. Um, I have learned to do a lot of layering. Um, I, I do a lot of like tank tops with a cardigan or, um, I do a lot of tank tops with, um, like a denim jacket, something fun with some structure over the tank top. Yeah. Um, so that works really well for me. Um, designs like tonight I have on this just really super old dress, but it's, it's super got like, cute though. I love yeah, it I've had you. this dress forever, but it's got like an Egyptian pattern at the top. Um, so there's, you know, there's just a lot that I've learned to do. Um, like if, if you're very flat chested and, and layering and structures and structure and thing like that. Um, and the other thing I have had to learn about fashion being, um, being flat 
is that um, I can no longer really do the thing where everyone's like, oh, we're like, we're at school, like I'm a teacher, like, oh, we're ordering shirts for everybody. See, I can't do that anymore. Like t-shirts. So I can't, I, I can't have someone else order a, a t-shirt mm-hmm. for me. I can't have, I can't do t-shirts that the school orders together or t-shirts the sports team moms order together because... I can't just throw on a t-shirt anymore because t-shirts are very specific, like the way they lay on you, the way they're cut, the way, you know, the way the flatness and stuff. Um, so I think I've gotten better about, um, not apologizing for what I can and can't do and just being comfortable, um, in my own skin Kind of scooting back on to the term of, you know, fashion stories, fashion journeys. Yes. Um, and where my fashion is at today. So I am enthusiastically pursuing, like, a dark academia style, lots of plaid skirts, lots of midi skirts that fall, like, just at or below my knees, lots of cute, like, Mary Jane shoes. Um, I'm also really, and, like, very, very academic stuff, um... And then I'm also looking a lot at cottagecore. I, I'm living in linen. I love my linen. I love my cotton. Um, I've recently tried a pair of uh, heavier linen overalls that I found. Aww. Oh, so great. So nice. I was like, I don't care. And I was really inspired. Um, I have a lot, I get a lot of inspiration from TikTokers, people um, that I've been following and I've been learning a lot just about body neutrality from. Um, so there's body positivity, right? And then there's body negativity, like hating yourself. Right. Body positivity can sometimes turn into a very toxic Mm-hmm. attitude about your body where it's like I need to love my body like my body is amazing at all times right. and I like it's a yeah, demand it, you're almost. living kind of this falsehood that your body is always glamorous and it's always hot and sexy and all this stuff and that's not just always true because you know our right. mental states change and that can lead us in having this really negative duality where we feel obligated to love every part of ourselves but we're right. having a really bad day with yeah. like right. bloating or overeating right. or just you menstrual know, cramps not, yeah or like sometimes we treat our bodies terribly yeah. right we eat yeah. terribly we right. lay on the couch all day we net we don't exercise or you know whatever right we smoke we you know whatever I don't know. yeah and so it's trying to force that, that make us sick right yeah. so yeah. then trying to force that positivity when we know we aren't actively doing anything positive for our bodies can be really harmful mentally yes so body neutrality is kind of this idea of like my body isn't bad or good. My body isn't anything. Like, it's morally neutral. I it, don't have to put a label on what I believe my body is. Right. It just is. It is what it is. It's amazing. It does amazing things. It takes it takes me miles and miles every day, mm-hmm. every year, and that's what it is. And so my relationship with my body and body, the idea of body neutrality is like, my body is a part of me, but it's not my identity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm, that's good. So, which, that's, by the way. That's I, what Mara was talking okay, about. Okay, go ahead, Mara. Oh, and I was going to say, and that's a really hard thing to keep in mind, too, especially in this day and age of Instagram models and influencers yes. on TikTok, where things get filtered and edited 
to high hell and back, and you don't know what is real, and it's setting up false narratives of what yes. a positive body image is supposed to be, which I think is why body neutrality is such an important thing, and it's a healthier practice of looking at someone's body. You have good days, you have bad days. But you your have, body just is. Right, and you have days where you don't even think about your body at all. Mm -hmm. I am a poor 20-something-year-old. Sometimes I, no, not sometimes, I'll admit it, and I won't be ashamed about it. I, I shop at Walmart because yeah, I don't have, I love I, Walmart because I don't have they money for Target. They right. have up their game and clothes, though. Walmart yeah. has up their game and clothes, but it's Okay, like, okay, I'm going to interrupt, and this yes. is why. Okay, I always find the best tank tops at Walmart. Oh, yeah. 100%. 95% um, of my, my wardrobe, my daily wardrobe comes from Walmart mm -hmm. because I wear ribbed tank tops. Mm -hmm. Those are the single most comfortable things for me to wear. Right. Um, I can do everything in them. I can, and I wear like either cargo shorts or jean shorts, and I wear either hiking boots or tennis shoes or tacos. My life is based on the practicality. Yep. I have just figured out that I'm probably on the spectrum. Um, I'm, and it's not that I'm opposed to looking nice. That just takes an awful lot of effort, and I can't do a lot of things when I look that way. Mm -hmm. Right. So I enjoy doing whatever it is spur of the moment spontaneous. And I can't do that if I'm in a dress and heels. Um, I like photography. I mean, I, okay. I, I can't say that I can't do that in dress and heels. I was laying on my stomach at this beautiful woman's wedding. That's right. In a dress and heels on the ground, filming speeches with my iPhone. Um, so it's not that it's impossible. It's just, um, I kind of pulled some, some of the sequins off my dress and so whatever. Um, and now it has to be cleaned. Um, for me, I have so many like weird sensory issues that I didn't understand. I would try something on, it would look great. People convinced me to buy it and I would never wear it. And in hindsight, because I didn't understand what a sensory issue was, there were things that bothered me. I didn't feel like I could move freely in the item. Okay. So think I'm not Gal Gadot. Okay, I'm not. But my daughter said to me, oh my God, that's you, mom. That scene where she's like, I can't kick in this skirt. And she goes to kick and she rips the thing. Yeah. You know, and she's yes. like, she's just putting on clothes. And she, they're like, she's like, I can't do what I'm supposed to do in this. That's me. Yeah. yeah. That is totally and completely me. If I can't, do, you know, I go to this lady's house right here. She has the most beautiful long hallway. And I will take a running start and slide all the way down the hallway. Yes, she will. Why do I do this? I don't know. I, I enjoy it. It mm -hmm. makes me happy. And I'm always in socks when I do it. Um, and I'm almost 50 years old and I do this every time I come to her house. But <laughs> that's that's how I build my fashion sense. Yeah. I have to be able to move and mm -hmm. do whatever I want to in it. If I go to lift my leg to do something with my leg, whether that's a kick or like to opening run across the room, mm -hmm. opening a door, um, if I can't do that, I don't want to wear it. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So it's just yep. also been, so I've got the very Twee Academia stuff, like the, the wool skirts with the plaid on them and the tights and, and the cute little button down shirts with the Peter Pan collars, like, uh, living for them, living for them. But then I can all, I also flip and I have these wonderful, amazing linen overalls that I can then pair, like my favorite pair right now is black. Um, my mom commented on them, and she's like, you know what? They, they, they're, they like, very wide-legged pants. They're so cute. Um, and it's, 
a very thin strap. There's not like any clips or anything. It's literally, I just slide the straps over, my, I get in and slide the straps over my shoulders. But the pair that I have are black and I can put any sort of crazy ass shirt on yep. under them. Oh, and they're so amazing. Anyways, uh -huh. my mom, she made a comment on it. And my mom and I have had this long-standing argument because she'll make a comment about, oh, you have to lose weight. And I'm like, mom, it's been three years. I have done the dieting. Bad word. Because I don't condone fad diets. I have tried to change my eating habits. Mm -hmm. I have tried to do the exercise. I have done both at the same time. I've done one or the other. Haven't lost a single pound in the last three years. However, what I can tell you is that I've lost inches. Yep. I don't take out the measuring tape and measure, but I can tell because I'll put on a pair of pants, take three steps across the room where the pants used to be tied on my hips and they fall off my ass. Mm -hmm. Right on. Which I'm like, <laughs> cool, great, no big deal, except now I gotta get, go get new clothes. Anyways, so it's like my clothes just need to be able to serve me. I mm -hmm. don't need to make my body fit the clothes. There's another Amen. TikToker who I follow. Um, the Becca Murray, she is more mid-sized and she acknowledges this. And for, for those of you who don't know... Well, references. Give us references. the references, because okay, I'm lost. Right, okay, so fashion, the fashion, the fast fashion industry has categorized sizes in, like, three categories. So you have your straight sizes. Straight sizes are, like, zero to eight. Then you have your mid-sized fashion, which is ten to sixteen? Sixteen. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, say sixteen, yeah, because 16. then you hit eighteen... Up, and right. if you're lucky, it'll be 18 to 24. If they're inclusive, a lot of brands like to say that they're size inclusive, but they only go up to, like, a 24, which is not size inclusive. The best brand, I can't even give you a brand off the top of my head, but I've seen a lot of bridal salons, curvy exclusive bridal salons that have from a 14 to a 32 in samples. Wow. Like, those are their sample sizes. Mm -hmm. Which, the bridling industry and their fat, how fat-phobic they are, we could do a whole other podcast on that. Oh, I won't get yeah. into that. So, so th those are the sizes. Yeah. Um, so, there are some other plus... So, Becca Murray is more mid-sized. She acknowledges this. But she also has been very formative in my coming to my understanding of body neutrality. And then you have... There, there is an actual plus-sized... Influencer on TikTok. I can't remember her name. I will find a, her name and give it to Morgan and she'll put it um, on the list of everybody whose name we drop. We're going to put in like the description because, you know, we want to credit these people. The, this this TikTok influencer, I've been following her and I've come to realize and like she wears beautiful clothing. She wears clothing that has all the stuff people say that fat pe uh, people shouldn't wear revealing, low cuts, tight, like figure fitting. And I'm like, where is this coming from? How does it look so good on her? But I don't feel that good in it myself. Makes sense. And I'm like, oh, it's a confidence thing because, yes. you know, I found stuff like that, that like a swimsuit, a two piece swimsuit that was not a tankini and yeah. some high rise bikini bottoms. It was string bikini and like all the way around i did not feel supported in it but i felt pretty awesome in it and i live in one piece swimsuits because i need the support for the girls um but it's like if she can have that kind of confidence that's amazing and so i've been building up that kind of confidence slash slash neutrality in myself i got a couple of really cool pieces in my wardrobe recently i got an all lace shirt 
that I'll wear over a nude tank top and freak the hell out of the office, but it's nice. still appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And then, like, I have another, like... Very 1950s, by the way. Very! They used to wear bustiers and a see-through shirt, and that was considered okay. Oh, it's considered okay now. Well, not in the church. No, but, you know, that... it was back then. You could yeah, wear that to the church. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. you'd be, like, so tarred like, and feathered and set on fire. Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, I, I've settled much more into a clothes need to serve me. I do not need to fit into my clothes. If I have some clothes that are too small for me, I'm going to get clothing that actually fits me. And it's, so like, clueless. you and I had a t- conversation over dinner a couple nights ago about body types. Because you've told me several times, Brooker, that you don't know how to dress yourself. I and, don't. And you, I mean, obviously, I, mean, like, I wear... This do. shirt is 20 years old. I believe it. 20 I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm like, you've got, you've got some seams it's that not, are coming it, it looks... It's, it's not, well loved. It's, it's not holy. Right. It's just... It's beautiful. Soft it's, but it's, not, it's super yeah. soft. It's not ugly. It Oops. just it just looks... Okay, it looks it? worn. It, it looks very well loved. It looks old. Yeah. Roxy Paradise, the heart of surfing. Yeah, like that old... Um, back when, like, Roxy was, like, the I shit. I don't so, know yes. Yeah, it's a Roxy. Is. It's Junior's. It's like a like, suit. Oh, it's like a, <laughs> yeah. I never fit into Junior's clothes. Yeah. I never went shopping in the Junior, junior section. Right. I don't which is the really other thing fit anybody's. Too. Well, right, but, I mean, that's another thing, too, with fashion choices, is that when I was young, my chest grew in really fast, so I went from child's to women's with not... Anything in between that was appropriate for a teenager to wear who had a chest. Unless you wanted to be absolutely scandalous going to school or wear the baggy-ass boy t-shirts that fit the chest but didn't fit the rest of the body. Yeah. Not okay. Okay, let me say something about about all of that. That's very interesting. So, society (laughs) has convinced you, not just you, Mara, but us. Society has convinced us that people actually, both men and women actually care about how your body looks and yes. they really don't i'm going to no, say it they don't they no. don't they don't i have lived no, for the fashion four industry years and the marketing industry want correct. you to care yes. i have lived for four years without breasts mm-hmm. okay i have dated men mm-hmm. and had to tell them i don't have breasts mm-hmm. like i have and 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 that has not been a reason that that relationship did not go further. Mm-hmm. That has not been the reason. It's just our society has lied to us and convinced us that that's what men want and that's what women want. And it's just it's really just so not they the can case. market their shit. Yeah, it's, it's so it's they a can money make maker. us buy stuff. Right. It's so they can make us yeah. go do the diets and the skincare right. and the. And the now you need a whole new wardrobe and, and you need this and you need that and yeah. I actually for. A lot of the first semester of my junior year, I don't know why, because I, well, I thought it was cool to, like, document what I was wearing for some of the time. I didn't take a picture every day, but luckily I did pick, take a picture quite a lot of my outfits, and this year definitely has been, I'm just trying to figure out what I like. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, experimental, but also just, like wearing what I want and not caring. I don't know. I feel like I'm finding my style more. Do but it, yeah. also so, something I wanted to say is like, I I think clothing is definitely a really good way for people to like show their personality. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, 
I feel like we forget sometimes that, like, the clothing that someone is wearing doesn't, like... Define them. Define them. Yeah, because a lot of the times, like, people might not have a choice what they have to wear. Oh, that's That's very true. That's a side note, but, um... I love layering stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that I'm do- I'm good at documenting it because like this is one of my favorite outfits. Oh, that's mm-hmm. super that's cute. Amazing. That I, I wore this I to, to like is that Lisa's zoom house. In. No, this is at Calvary. Oh. Um, I wore this to cute. like an award show thing they had. Uh, super cute, and like I just love layering stuff and figuring out it's what like I like. It's like a dress with a brown. Oh yeah, it's a dress. A, coid- a corduroy blazer. Yes. Over a dress. Oh my gosh. It's a dress with a turtleneck under it Mm -hmm. and then a blazer over it Uh with heels. Super cute. Yeah, super cute. And with my style, I, at least this year, I don't know what I like. I just put something on and then like decide if I like it. Yeah, you're experimenting. Going with your gut. It's very, well, it has to match how you feel. If it doesn't match how you feel, you change. Yeah. Tell us, tell us some people you get inspiration from. Yeah, who do you get inspiration from? For like, dressing? no one. I don't know. So, for you, it really If it anyone, some... Morgan, honestly. Okay, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, Morgan's fine. Morgan's totally Which, fine. Because I mean, yeah. a lot of my style when I was little... Well, a lot of... Literally, my wardrobe get comes from Morgan. Because right. I, like... I don't <laughs> shop. I literally right. don't shop, which I wish I could do more. But, like, yeah. I don't go shopping. You don't so. have time to go shopping. I don't... I realized that back in the 50s, they had, like, specific sizes. Uh-huh. Okay? They were, like, standard sizes. Yeah. And I hate it when it does this. Oops. Specific sizes. But then what they did was you'd go see a seamstress. You went yeah. to the tailor and you got that shit tailored. Right. to fit you. And right. you always looked good in your dress. Not because yeah. of the dress, but because they made it to fit you. Right? right. Which right. is a pro tip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even today, go to the thrift store. Find some if you find something you love, jeans, a dress, a blazer, whatever, you can go to a tailor for like twenty dollars or less and mm-hmm. they'll do it. Yeah. Bring like they a will, sack of clothes, pay your yeah. tailor well, pay them what they ask and then tip your tailor. Always yeah. tip your service people because they yeah. will make I you look amazing. Yeah. And I mean, take them a Walmart buttoned up. Yep. Like they're not gonna shame you for bringing in cheap no. clothing and if they do they're not worth it and walk away so find a tailor or find that friend who has the sewing machine um or you learn possibly how to do it yourself but it's also okay if you don't care enough to do that because i would never true. do that ever in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> you know for someone and who... i just want to say it's okay if you don't care it enough to okay. do that because i will never do that right. like, oh, it that's just... that's because you pick care. things that fit right on you if it even <laughs> remotely irritates the crap out of you you won't buy I don't it buy even it. if it looks good no. even if it looks amazing you're like i don't know this seam right here like, under my no. arm it's like not i don't know i, I don't i don't want it i don't <laughs> Like, I don't. Literally, I've shopped with her. No, That's how I don't. It works because I I have to love it to buy it now. Well, even love if it, it. Even if it but looks then good. It's like, also, Angie, you keep a very almost like a capsule wardrobe. Yeah, where your I do. pieces all go together. I really and do. You bring in one piece or two pieces yep. at a time as something else wears out, or if you're tired of it, you get you pass yeah. it on to someone else, and like you just keep a capsule wardrobe. No, I do. When I when I my my late <laughs> husband when I was when I was married, Rob, it was so funny because. One, we had this joke between us because one time in college or whatever, we were talking about like, well, yeah, that person's fashion. And we were like coming up with names like, oh, that person is this or that or New York, you know, whatever. 
and I and I and I said, oh well, circle with naming fashion all over. Again. And I was Cottage like, what? Core. And it was so funny because we were with a group of people, and I don't know, you might have been there, Brooke. And it's like, well, what would you say I am? And Rob's like, gosh, I think you're conservative Gap. <laughs> so right. Okay, and Gap is right. like. Not just not regular, just regular gap. gap. He's like, you're like conservative <laughs> gap, gap, you know? I have like a boyish style sometimes. So, yeah, very um, androgynous. So dad's shirts, I have, I one of them I like wear for PJs, but another one I like actually wear like in outfits. Like I layer it over like sweaters and stuff mm-hmm. and like just like big, like I love his clothes. Yeah. Yeah, he was I very, wear some he of had clothes. He was very so. fashion. Mm-hmm. Angie and I went to Hamilton this year. Yeah, we did. And then we went to Wicked. Yeah, and we did. So we we dressed up, and it was really fun. Yes, it was. That I have fun doing. And yes. actually... Dressing up is easier the, sometimes to the, find clothing for than your normal everyday stuff. Yeah, for me it yeah. is. For me it very much is. Um, it's easier for me to pick a style and go with it. I laugh because I bought this skirt... Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I, the things that are in my closet, I can't wear every day. I'm, no. I'm like, oh, I have to have this great big beautiful black skirt with big old roses on it. That's yeah. really actually meant for somebody's prom, but I bought it anyways. Yeah. And I wore that to Wicked. She and, did. Um, and then I wore a really cute white Gap vintage shirt that had like lace around it and was mm-hmm. pretty much backless with it and it just I loved it I absolutely loved it and that was the first time like I, I chose not to wear a bra yeah mm-hmm. I did wear this weird tape it wasn't actual boob tape which mm-hmm. I probably should have bought but it, it still kind of worked and it, I felt mm-hmm. moderately secure kinesthetic but tape my, is also that was kinesthetic yeah, tape yeah kinesthetic tape is basically what boob tape is I yeah. discovered that on TikTok uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's basically what it is kinesthetic tape yeah. and I wore a navy blue jumpsuit with a sweater to the one show and I wore a black dress with a black jacket to the other show. Minimalist. Conservative Gap. You're so right. minimalist. I wore. Well, you're just minimalist. I yeah, wore very this. much so. Right. So I, I wanted to say with my style. Oh, you and your Pinterest boards, man. Yeah, dude. Yes, I pin is. all day, every day. I mean, I pin for the stories I write, but I haven't ever done pins for like... I make mood boards for the stories I write, not yeah. for myself, man. So Pinterest, I just can't do Pinterest. I tried. It's a great place for fashion. Mm -hmm. I will agree with that. If you ever need inspiration and stuff. Yeah. Girl, I got 20 Walmart rib tank tops of all different colors, same style. If I, if I like something, I buy the damn thing in like three different to five different colors and I will wear those till they literally fall apart or I can't wear them anymore because they're stained or something bad happened to them. I will drop my Pinterest in the description. You Mm -hmm. guys can follow me on there. I saw this thing a while ago, basically saying, like, your style, you know, some people, like Mara was talking about aesthetics, like, Mm -hmm, some people, mm -hmm. you know, subscribe to cottagecore or, like, dark academia or or light academia or whatever. Right. And um, I saw this thing that said, you are not one aesthetic. No No. one is one aesthetic. But your style is a bunch of aesthetics put together mm-hmm. and that's like your style yeah mine's very epileptic <laughs> give us an example so, of that so i'm gonna read my aesthetics okay so you can get a sense of my style okay so i have did these... you make these up or where'd you find these nope these are aesthetic like trends that have been floating around on like okay. tiktok and in the oh, okay. fashion sphere within the last i would say three years okay 
Well, well, some of them I made them up, though. And so, okay. yeah, okay. You know, so, like, my first one is Spring Fling. So, I'm basically pinning all the stuff that it's very colorful, very, um... Like, you're going to the carnival. Just, like, yeah, you're going to Spring Fling. Like, yeah. it's it's fun, it's light, it's airy. Then I have Farm, farm Slash Cowgirl. Mm. So, we live in the Southwest, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's very common to wear cowboy boots, bolo ties, cowboy hats yes. here in the town we live in. That's yes. the Ralph Lauren aesthetic right exactly. now. It's high-end... You blend Santa Fe with cowboy because you've you've taken the the right. Native American. Um, uh, unfortunately, it's a little bit of appropriation. appropriation. So you've taken some of the colors, some of the like the the, the Navajo blankets and the patterns, and you've you've turned it into a fashion statement. Like, okay, what is that urban whatever it is? Urban Outfitters, Outfitters. Urban Outfitters did that. The natives tried to sue them because they stole literally like some of their religious symbols and right. made money off of them. Um, so that one, like I love that look, the cowboy yeah. because it's well, it's I don't earthy. wear the, the native prints or anything. No, like but you that. like yeah. you like the earthy. It's yeah. very right. we. I mean, it's we very still southwestern. Have, it's very yeah. well. We still have rodeo break. Nobody yeah. else mm-hmm. does rodeo <laughs> right. because we literally have kids who yeah. are part and Do take part in that. The print cow print is like super in right now. You right. know stuff like that. Feminine. Give me anything. Ruffles, bows. Yes. Fluffy. Anything texture. Anything yes. like pastels. Not like pastel, but floral? like like. Anything like out of the ordinary. Yeah. Like I love that. Autumn forever. I like my favorite season is fall. I will always wear fall clothes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chic, which is basically my mom's style. Chic babe is what my board is called. Oh, I like that more than conservative gap. No, I'm you're, chic babe. You're chic. Yeah. Very, chic what? Chic babe. Well, I say chic babe. That's what oh. my that's what my board is called. But I'm chic. You're you're very chic. You Plain, are. simple. Like the um, for people listening, the inspiration if you want if you want to dress chic, is the Olsen twins fashion brand yes. fashion company. Yes, it's called the Row. Yeah. It's very simple: black, brown, minimalist, gray, blue, boho. minimalist, yeah. boho, yeah. loose, boho. and very just like exquisite silhouette, but not a lot going on. Right. So I, I love that. Like, um, oh, that's interesting. She knows all the names for these things. I just know what yeah. they look yeah. like. I'm yeah. like, oh, I like that, but I don't know how to like, describe I it. Like, I love, Kendall Jenner wore, always does this where it's like a white tank top with, um, like jeans. Ooh, yes. And then yes. like a gold necklace. Mm-hmm. Very you know, classic, like, very chic. Yeah. I love that. Okay. And then my favorite, my favorite one is nineties mom, Jesse vibes. Mm-hmm. What? Jesse. Okay. So Jesse from the parent trials. Yeah. Oh. Jesse from yes. the Parent Trap. I don't know who that is. It's like how I would like love to dress, and I do dress like her. I mean, I'm basically dressed like her right now. Yes. Mm. Uh, Princess Diana. Oof. Yeah. Je- Jesse from the Parent Trap. See, I'm a Grace Kelly kind of guy. Um. Love Princess Diana. Gen- oh, Julia Roberts. Yes. From the '90s, Jennifer Aniston in the '90s. Jennifer Aniston. Like all of those people in the '90s, you know, I just. Oh, Shania Twain. Which, mm-hmm. she's kind of mixed with, like, 90s and, like, cowgirl. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then I have Zany Art Teacher. Yeah. Which is basically Harper from Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but, yeah. like, this character would wear, like, 
Just the scarves, the sweaters, the colors. Like, she would wear a dress with rubber ducks glued to it. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. Like, just zany. art teacher. Yeah, art teacher. Like, zany Miss outfits. Miss Frizzle type of Miss vibes. Frizzle, yes. Miss Frizzle. Okay, that's another person when we're, when we're talking about people that inspire us for fashion. Another one of my inspirations for fashion is Princess Di. Princess uh-huh. Diana. Yeah, she's Very classy amazing. Very... Those jeans, very those white simple button-down shirts that she, she would did wear. not. When you see Princess Di's clothes, she did oh, yeah. not have a lot going on. But what was going on? She got. She got it. Yeah. She that nailed bla- it. That black revenge dress of her. Oh. <laughs> I just saw it the other day. I saw her revenge <sighs> dress again. I was like, girl. Yeah. She didn't have a lot going on, but no. what she had going on right. was spot and on. And again, yeah. it's one of those things that yeah. I would never be able to pull it off, but she could pull it off because she just had that attitude. My last board is a Mamma Mia summer. Ooh, oh yes! yes. Overall, give me the flowy pants. Give me the linen. Greek yes. salad. Anything they wear oh. in Mamma Mia. I mean, especially what Donna wears oh. in Mamma Mia yes. is just like my dream to wear. So, anyways, yes. so that's kind of my style. Um, I hope you learned. I know you learned a bunch, Brooka. So that's oh, good. God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have anything else before we go? I think I forgot to say, like, the other, like, aesthetic names that I don't pin like Morgan does, but I find the moods on TikTok and the aesthetics on TikTok, and I really like them. So, like, Hobbitcore, you give me the loose-fitting trousers that come in, like, mid-calf. And the 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 peasanty blouses that have the drapey sleeves, um, and the swishy dresses again that hit mid calf, and like a nice corset bodice piece, like mm, so good. What's it? What's it called? Um, I love um, kind. Okay, well, there's fairy core, but I don't know if this is right. Where they dress up as mushrooms. Oh, that's mushroom core. Mushroom core. Mm, mushroom okay, core that is, is so great. cute. Yeah. Uh, with they, the little the blush across the nose and then the white freckles. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I love uh, mushroom core. And then frog core. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm. uh, okay. Why do they call it core? Be- because it talks about like a core of like the core aesthetic. Of your fashion. Like the yeah. the canon. The foundation yeah. of your fashion. Okay. Yeah. The it, it's like it's like hardcore. How they dress in Frog and Mr. Toad. Yes. Oh, yes! Frog, that's the frog wild core. Ride, yeah. yeah. Frog and Mr. That's frog core. I love yeah. frog core. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's also part of, like, semi-cottage core. Yeah. It's yes. like cottage core meets academia. Yeah, or, like, um, what's that, what's that other frog? Uh, I... Um, uh... Oh, oh Mr. Toad's Wild Mr. Ride. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, right. Wind yeah. in the Willows. Wind in the yes, Willows. Yes, that's what it is. Morgan said this, and, and I think this is so important on our podcast. I don't remember when, but that, Oh, about what we've changed our minds about. Mm -hmm. It was on that podcast. And Morgan talked about how she has changed her mind about fashion rules that they Mm -hmm. don't really exist. Mm -mm. And, and I remember that was like, Oh man, that's so true. Like, you know, we've all been raised no, regardless of the generation you've been raised in, you've been raised that fashion rules exist. Right. You you don't wear black with Brown. You look good in this. You don't wear this with that. You don't wear white shoes after Labor Day if you were raised when I was raised, right? Right. Because that's, that's, you don't wear white shoes after Labor Day, right? Because now it's going to be fall. 
You're not allowed to wear white shoes in November. Like, seriously. Like, those are things we were all raised, like, different yes. things, sure. right? Sure, yeah, you don't wear and white so, after Labor Day. Exactly. And so, uh, you know, even rules about... Even rules about what you wear to weddings and funerals, mm-hmm. I right? Think it's so interesting, and it's like what Morgan. Well, what Morgan said though is like fashion rules really don't exist. Mm-hmm. They are just a facade mm-hmm. of society, but mm-hmm. you really can wear whatever you want. I so. think it's really interesting. You you brought up like a very core memory. I remember all of a sudden out of nowhere. Um, I was a massive, massive fan of TLC's "What Not to Wear." Mm. massive Ooh. fan of TLC's what not to wear yes. because I was like I don't know how to dress my body like I, as a teenager yeah. growing up I'm like I don't know how to dress my body and then they had all of these women who came on mm. um and they obviously didn't have anything wrong with what they were wearing but it they might not have been choosing the appropriate times or the appropriate places and they had a very set style and then Stacy and Clinton would come in and be like, ah, we're going to change you completely. <laughs> and they would look more adult and more professional, sure, but it's also completely changing their style. Yes. Um, I followed Stacy. oh, I forget her last name, but I Clinton. Fo- Stacy Clinton? Yeah. I think it's Stacy Clinton. Okay. Yeah. So I followed Stacy Clinton, um, and I've seen her on various other social media platforms, mm-hmm. and it's quite freeing, actually, seeing how she in her late 50s, mm-hmm. has embraced her wardrobe and is changing her wardrobe completely. And she's embraced the fact that she's got this gray skunk streak in her hair and is just, like, completely embracing it and is changing her mind. And she's like, I said a lot of things. Stacy yes. London. Stacy London. London, thank London. you, because Clinton was her partner. Oh, yes. Stacy and Clinton, right. Yeah. yeah. So Stacy London, um, she just has talked about how her opinions on fashion have changed over time. And I think it's so freeing. It was very freeing to me seeing her talk about how fashion rules are just guidelines. Yeah. And you can wear whatever you want. Yeah. They're like speed limits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speed bumps. Uh, no, not the same. Maybe speed bumps. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us today on the No Apologies podcast. We really appreciate you being here and listening. If you want to email us and talk to us about today's podcast, anything at all, you can email us at noapologiespodcast1 at gmail.com, or you can contact us on social media. Morgan, me, Mara, and Brooke's Instagrams will be in the description, and you can hit us up and let us know what you thought. Yeah, make sure to share this with your friends and family. Give us a review on Spotify and Apple. Subscribe and follow us on there. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Uh, Bye. 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 Bye.